Hello, and welcome to Bryson Ren 3 Direct to Video. Today we'll be discussing the hit show, Pair of Kings, Season 1, Episode 5, which is titled... <laughs> I never look Where at the, the titles anymore. Where the Wild Things Are. Where the Wild Things Are. And Ren, are you hungry? Oh, I'm hungry, Bryce. Okay, well, I'm surprised because I feel like we just ate so good. Are you, are you so referencing good. the six reams of corn we ate? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm referencing that. I'm referencing everything that we just witnessed, bared witness to in the past <laughs> 21 minutes. Um, there is this... nothing left. Nothing left. I don't think wow. I've seen anything quite like this mm-hmm. since, like, Early Cory shenanigans. Cory never got close to this, Ren. Like, this is new. This is <laughs> this is a dark dimension of Cory in the house. <laughs> I this is this. I feel like you know this is the apex. Yes. Cory walked so pair of kings could run. run. If Cory, and we'll get into it. If Cory could turn like a semi-human thing into a pet, you know he would. In a heartbeat. It wouldn't even be, like, a moral question to him. Like, Victor would have to be like, son, you... It yeah. has eyes and it speaks. Yeah. Yeah, and you... This isn't a pet. That's not what this is. And Cory would insist. Yes, it is. Cory would monetize it, though. I think that's oh, where definitely. we... That's where we find a difference in these characters, is that Cory would monetize the heck out of uh Poopale. However, <laughs> um these Uber kings these kings I I actually love the direction that the story goes with them. <laughs> like I I don't even I Poopale was like I can't the... even remember what I was <laughs> going into it anymore. But it whatever it was, it wasn't what happened. No. And here's the thing, Ren. From this day on, like we're gonna look at our lives like pre poopalay and post poopalay. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? Like you, yeah. Like we will never ever live lives again that are without poopalay in our life. I cannot mm-hmm. wait to see poopalay at the next Survivor. I mean, neither. <laughs> Me neither. I was thinking, but like I was like, wow, we have the big Kahuna versus Poopale <laughs> versus the talking fish that still hasn't come back. And I lo- I also noticed that this week, but I love it. Um, the and- longer the longer the push they push the fish off, <laughs> like oh, Bryce, I really hope he never comes back. It would be my dream. And we got like. He would have fit into the storyline this week. He would have fit just fine. Like, as soon as Poopalay came in, you reminded me what I thought what I thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. As soon as Poopalay came in, I was like, okay, this is how we get the talking fish back in. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he easily could have fit into our main story, into what was going on with Lanny. Like, so much would have made sense, but still no talking fish. We do get another new addition, not just Poopalay, but bless our souls, Ren. We got two more, actually. We got Jerry... <laughs> Jerry the Jerry Jester, the Jester? <laughs> um, who is who explodes mid episode for the via bomb, <laughs> and we also got an unnamed Australian man who is a poopalay expert. Yes, the royal tracker. 
Like, he's, like, in this hunter garb. Like, he's Clayton from Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, oh the gosh. hunter from Jumanji. Uh, tears are currently coming down my face red. <laughs> like, what? This what? episode, I Jerry the Jester, mm-hmm. something about him, swinging that mallet at those watermelons. Yeah. The yeah. idea that he would be crushing their heads with a mallet. Uh-huh. Mason's mallet that he also lost. <laughs> this episode had everything. It's uh, like if Chef Victor went on a killing spree. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it had everything, Ren, but it was missing M- Michaela. Inexplicably. Right, I literally didn't notice she was gone until now. I know. I know you didn't. <laughs> Nina wasn't there. She was gone. She's gone. <laughs> no mention of her. Nothing. Not even like she's out at you know surfing the big Kahuna Beach. Nothing. Like she's... doesn't she doesn't exist this week? Is she still uh like healing from being a mermaid? Maybe is that possible? Yeah, let's go with that. That's her continuity. I can't believe I thought that was a peak last week. I know. You heard me last week. I was like, I think this is gonna be pretty good for the show. They, they must have, like, retroactively knew, all right? Like, by episode four, Bryce is going to be, like, all in. But then episode five, uh-huh. boom. They're going to hit we'll us. Sh- we'll show them what we're capable of. And it it all starts with some shaking rocks. A vibrating rock. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> These ideas... Yep. These, these one-off... I bet you the vibrating rocks will never come into play again. No! No, it was, um, it was, okay, it was written backwards. How do we get, how do we get the characters to encounter Pupalay? Well. Pupalay's in a cave. Yeah, so he's in a how cave. How do you open a cave? You throw some vibrating rocks. Rocks at it. On top of some more vibrating mm-hmm. rocks. Yes. It's like basic geology. I, so, cause they're, the, we opened with the kings looking for these rare vibrating rocks that they heard about because they want to turn yep. their throne into a massager. Which they never do in the episode. Absolutely they, not. They, they abandon the vibrating rocks they, they find the more interesting thing. Yeah, they do make, with. they do make a second throne in this episode. There's a new throne that is created, but it is, it you is. You will see that again. No vibrating rocks. Throne. Yeah, I hope we do. Um. So we get, we get these, these vibrating rocks and after picking them up, they then toss it into a pile, as you said, of other vibrating rocks. Ren, explain this one to me. (laughs) (laughs) The rare vibrating rocks all come from the same pile. Okay. Okay. So I, I I know what the vibrating rocks are. Yeah. It's Pupalay's waist. (laughs) Like it, it's, it's it's like solidified from like uh since he went last went into last went into the cave yeah it's been so, eons poopalay eggs like poopalay poop that's like hardened but and like fossilized you, don't, you don't think it could be poopalay eggs like little baby poopalays are in those rocks eggs. okay like what and like when you shake them it's actually like it's like opposite of humans it's good for their babies when yeah. you shake them okay so, but so they there's a pile of vibrating rocks, but that pile is fine. It's not vibrating, and then another vibrating rock touches the whole pile, and then the whole pile causes an earthquake. Yeah. So the way vibrating rocks work mm-hmm. is, uh, 
if they touch each other, they vibrate, but only in human hands. But then when they're like stationary, they'll vibrate once th- once they touch, but then stop. Okay. Yes. Because. So you you got all of that into like that was between the lines. Yeah, like I was watching that, and I was immediately thinking, okay, so the vibrating rocks yeah. work like this, and this is how it works, and you know, it's a very well thought out show, deep lore. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the vibrating rocks come back. Yes. So, so, okay, so they throw it. Then they open up a cave. Um, They contemplate going into the cave. However, uh, they go in because there's a chicken outside. Yeah, Brady's not chicken, but then he sees a chicken. Yeah. Stay out here, do you chicken. Like, do you like Back to the Future too? Uh, nobody calls me chicken. Two and three. That's like... Biggest, came out of nowhere. Biggest Back to the Future complaint. It's well deserved too. Yeah, um, like, unnecessary. Yeah, we have other lines of a lot of other lines of continuity that are well played off across the series. We don't need no one calls me chicken. We don't need the random scene in the last one where Marty decides not to drag race and get in an unfortunate drag race accident. <laughs> That's what happens, right? Isn't I... that insane? That yeah. that's how these movies fucking end? Yeah. Like, the whole thing was leading Marty, to... Marty goes back to the Wild West. Like, the third one's just a whole cowboy movie. Yeah. Which is good. I like, I, I like them all, right? I like the third one, too. I like them all. I like all of them. Um, but... Yeah. Um, should Brady and Boomer uh, have tried to go back to the future instead of going into this cave? When should they have gone to, do you think? Uh, not, not the present, I think. I think anywhere but the present. Which era of, like, human history do you think they would have had the greatest impact, or, like, worst effect? Probably now. You think now? Like, now's their moment? They're kings. Do the most damage? Yeah, when will, when will they ever do more damage than their current state? Let's say, like, they time travel and they depose, you know, whoever's king of Kinkau then. Then they have control. Oh. And then they can invade like the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Could be. Like, uh, so they I'm kill off what? Like... Their parents? Huh? They kill off their parents? The previous king? No, I'm queen thinking of they go back to like World War One or something. Oh. Like they know what's going to happen. Yeah, so, like, so they take advantage of that it. knowledge to win every war against every nation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they read the and almanac. They do it again. What? They read the almanac. Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> war almanac. Biff's almanac. Mm-hmm. That's what Biff should have done. Yeah. Well, I think he... I mean, I don't blame him. I feel like he has a pretty easy get-rich-quick scheme. He doesn't actively seek out the almanac. Old him gets it and puts it in the car, right? Thanks. So. We're in the weeds, oh, wow. Ren. We're in the weeds, and I want to get in the cave. Let's get in the cave. Let's meet our new pet. Yeah, Sorry, so... Slave. Um, Poopale, Ren. Poopale, can you describe Poopale's physical appearance for us? Yes. So Poopale has a thick, like, brown-orange fur, uh, man feet, like these dark brown man feet. He has fingers and fingers, very long fingers. He has, like, this uh, human man's face. It's, like, carved into his head a little bit. It's kind of like cats. Yeah, it's kind of like a cat's face. Yeah. Like a, it's like a cat man monkey. Yeah. He has little elf ears. Mm-hmm. 
He's uh he's hideous. He's disgusting. Mm-hmm. If my if I saw this creature, like if I walked into a cave and I saw him, my instinct would be to kill it. This is yes. this is gonna kill me first. Yes. But Greedy and Boomer, they instantly decide this is a new pet. They think he's adorable. There's a line later in the episode where someone says he's like a cute little animal. What? So th- this is the writers thinking that they have reinvented gremlins, right? Like th- that's the whole gimmick here is like, oh, it's gremlins, right? Where if you don't feed it, like you don't take care of it, it turns evil. But yes, otherwise, it's this really cute, feed... lovable thing. If you don't feed poop, what's his poopale? Poopale. If you don't feed poopale, he becomes a gigantic hunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he goes like full werewolf. Um, yeah, he, he he like grows like five feet, gets super buff. <laughs> like his face becomes even scarier. He gets a, his eyes glow red. Yes, um, it's insane. I couldn't believe it when he transformed. But Pupale, in the mean, like when we first meet him, is like he's absurd as is. Just for him to later grow into this like monster is hysterical and so. Like, my jaw was on the floor. <laughs> like, because he's already just this disaster. He can't stand still. <laughs> name, <laughs> name one moment where you see Pupale standing still. You don't see it. He's always, like, moving in a way. He's, like, kind of, like, gyrating the hips a little bit. Like, he's uncomfortable. <laughs> he's bizarre. Yes, he... So, okay. my fir- You reminded me of what my very first theory was. when Yeah. Yeah, what would you think? It, yeah. I thought he was like a man trying to sneak in to their oh, okay. like, castle in disguise. Yeah. And that's how you, he could use the toilet. And he was he was like moving so weird to like yeah. trick them. Yes. But it turns out it, he's just weird. <laughs> he just walks like that. Yeah. Yeah. And we so Brady and Boomer have different uh, like approaches for how to take care of a pet. Right. And so because they get him. And Mason, right off the bat, says, no, 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 this is not a good idea. Um, because, well, Mason has found the boys. He's something... never seen this creature before, Bryce. He hasn't. But before he even sees the creature, he finds the boys, uh, the je- a jester, because they wanted a jester. They'd asked for a court jester. Oh, that's right. Jerry the jester. <laughs> and Jerry moves in a very similar way of of Pupale. And if we didn't see them at the same time, I would guess that they were the same person. He's the guy in disguise trying to get into the castle. He just accidentally also got this job, so now he has to be both at the same time. Yeah. So Jerry the Jester, he's a jokester. He is, like, like, uncomfortable. Like, he's not very funny. He's kind of nerdy. But I couldn't tell if we were supposed to think he was or wasn't funny. So you didn't think, you weren't like he he and hoo hoo and when he did his little jokes no. and his little gaffes? No. In fact, like, I could get, I could name two of his jokes the whole, that he does, and that's it. So you didn't set a course of hilarity? No. No, is that, is that a lie? Why didn't he say set a course for hilarity? <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, is he also weird, Jerry the Jester? He's so weird! Like, what a strange man. And he was the funniest one. Yeah, he's the funniest one. 
And I think he paid Mason the most. I think that's what happened. Yeah, he's instantly Mason's rejected. The new kings took over. He's instantly rejected by the boys because the boys say, "You know, no, 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 no. We don't need this funny man anymore. We have something else that's even better, that's gonna take the place of Jerry the Jester, and that's Koopalake. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, look at this <laughs> weird thing we found. It's our pet now." And Mason, we love him. Mason is <laughs> gobsmacked. Yeah, they're like, we love him. Imagine if, yeah. like, you're Mason. The uh-huh. kings come home with like this, this what looks like a very hairy <laughs> small man, and they're like, we love this thing. We think he's adorable. He's gonna sleep in our room tonight. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. And Mason's like, I've been on this island a long time. I've never seen such a thing this is a bad idea. And then they're like, listen, everyone has their zones. You're the advisor. So. And they like, leave it at that. And then Pupile sleeps in their room. And they bring Pupile into their room. What do we think about the like E.T.-esque scene of like Pupile explores their stuff? This was fun, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they get, so Brady and Boomer start to first, like, okay, you're now our pet, so let's get the basics out of the way. Brady screams at Pupole. Yep, Brady's very rude to him, keeps, like, slamming his finger in his face. Yeah, saying, no, no bed, you will not get on the bed, you will not eat my shoes. And then Boomer is like, you gotta talk to him different. And then we get a shot of this poor human thing, like, like, face full of shoe. On Brady's bed. Like, he's never eaten anything before. No. Like, it's an ear of corn. (laughs) We'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, Pupile, and Pupile then starts doing this really uncomfortable dance, and he's, like, grunting a little bit. Um, I think... Like, gyrating. Yeah. Like, even worse gyration. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, Boomer's like, oh, he has to pee, and I'm thinking, no. He's going to do something much more nefarious with that dance. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, Pupile's going to... Oh, we didn't... Speaking of which, I don't want to... Not to read into it. But when Pupile's <laughs> led into the castle earlier, we glazed over this. Pupile, like... Uh, he... I'll say he pounces on Lanny. And yes. they have to, like, pull Pupile off of Lanny. Um... <laughs> Lanny's his, like, own beast this episode. Yes. So, anyway, so... Yeah, so Pupile is ba- back in the room. So, Pupile's doing this uncomfortable move. Boomer's like, oh, Pupile has to go to the bathroom. What do we do? They're looking, and uh, Boomer's like, oh, we need paper. Let's lay out some paper. Did you catch this gag here? What? There's a hilariously massive stack of newspapers behind Brady. Really? Yes, I kid you not. Like, th- like this was an actual joke snuck in to Pair of Kings. <laughs> like, this is, like, uh, not community level, but, like, <laughs> Drake and Josh level. Like season 4 community level. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, it was a joke. It was funny, and they didn't ever point out that there's a giant... Like, it's not like he was like, oh, where do I find paper? And there's, like, a stack behind him. They were just like, oh, what kind of paper? And there's there's a stack behind them. Like, it, it was funny. Um, doesn't matter, though. Pupile uses the toilet. And he flushes it. He does and folds the towel after on Boomer's bed, which is 
when you use a towel in the bathroom, do you take the towel out with you and then like fold it? Or do you, I would fold it in the bathroom personally. I think like if you're a guest, it's like common courtesy to bring out the towel with you, go into the host's bedroom, yeah. and lay it on their bed. <laughs> lay it on their bed and fold it and leave it there. So, <laughs> so after a dinner party, you know like how many times your guests went to the bathroom, right? Exactly. Yeah, you're like, okay. You know who not to invite next time. Yes. Um, oh my god. So then we get a Poopale training montage. And we were, like, this is peak Pair of Kings. Poopale doesn't jump through a hoop for a banana, Bryce. But No, what does he do instead? Doesn't he, like, push the hoop up and go under it? Yeah, he just goes under it. And then he eats... <laughs> Eats the banana, bites into the peel. Um, then they they get a second main throne. Um, and <coughs> excuse me, the second throne is like a little pet one. And Poopale, never see the story again. No, no, Poopale runs over to the main throne and sits on it, and then the boys fight over the little one. Kind of funny. Boomer's still king. Yes. Who's the last person we saw on that throne, right? Boomer is the last one we saw on the throne. At least for now, at this point in the episode. Yeah. Um, they play fetch with him a little bit, and then they throw a tennis ball out the window, and Poopoli jumps off what is lit to believe at least a second-story building. Yes. And, like, I'm assuming he died, but then, like, he reformed his body. Yeah, or maybe Poopoli doesn't like have any bones. Feeling. You don't think he has any bones? He might not have bones. May just have vibrating rocks in his body instead of bones. That would hurt even more to get punched by him. Vibrating bones. <laughs> um, and then the best gag of all, in my opinion, we see Boomer with a girl and Brady with a girl and Ren. <laughs> where was this going? Where did you, where, you see them both and I could not wait. For where they were going with Poopale. What is... Are we going to get all of a sudden a female Poopale? <laughs> <laughs> Got a um, chicken. <laughs> yes, Poopale had the chicken from earlier in the episode. Oh my god. Good callback of the chicken. Does, is Poopale is going to eat the chicken? No, Poopale is going to love that chicken. Okay. Like, uh, like the Muppet. Fonzo. Fonzo. Yes. Star of Muppets Go to Space. Muppets in Space. So. I think so. Yeah. All right. So is all of this the most ridiculous thing that you've ever seen? Not yet, Bryce. Okay. What happens? What? Okay. Well, next we're going to get Lanny and get a little bit of our B plot here. Um. Lenny is listening to some ideas on a tape of how to kill a king. Yeah, a guide to overthrowing your kingdom. I can't. So is this um, the next Game of Thrones like book on tape that he's listening Definitely. to? Definitely. Like I bet they're like everyone's going to be listening to this in between House of the Dragon seasons to prepare for the war. Yes. So this is this is is this coming in the next season of House of the Dragon? I would be very surprised if it isn't referenced like almost immediately. Okay. Um, now that they have this background of lore for how to kill a king, such as drop a piano on him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's going to be find a fool and hypnotize the fool to do anything. 
So, okay. It's a good one. We get this. Lenny's going to hypnotize Pupile, and Pupile is going to go evil. Yep, that's exactly what I thought. Um, in walks Jerry. Mary and uh, Happy Jerry is going to get hypnotized by Lanny. Whenever you see a king, you will want to eliminate them. You are now Jerry the Eliminator. Wow. Um, it was bold. It was super bold. Yeah. But <laughs> Jerry is then going to look at... Um, some watermelons that have Boomer and Brady's face on it and go full Gallagher, take a massive sledgehammer, like wooden mallet, and destroy the watermelons. Oh my gosh. I like that this storyline also went in a different direction than I thought it would. Yes. So, because now now you're thinking, all right, so now, well, so what, where do, what do you think things stand now? So we... Like, the table is now set, I'm thinking, right? Okay, it's gonna be like Jerry the Jester versus Poopale. Yeah, and Poopale is gonna like sacrifice its life or be scared of humans because of him. Poopale's. So you think Poopale's gonna like do a dive in front of Jerry <laughs> as Jerry comes in with a chainsaw? Jerry chainsaws Poopale, and then you know Jerry this Joker's wild learns. <laughs> Oh, learns we a valuable forgot to lesson. mention, he literally says, he screams, pair of kings. Yeah, he does! Show. Um, he does do that. He says the name of the show. Um, that he needs to take out the pair of kings. Said the name of it. So, Jerry then is definitely coming back, right? Oh yeah, Jerry's gonna be like a big time villain. Yeah. Um, I think he's probably going the way of the talking, talking, uh, fish. Him and the mummy? Yeah. <laughs> the mummy! <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. So, alright, so, the t- yeah, the table is set. We have Jerry, whose aim is to kill kings. We have the boys, who have been warned by Mason, you know, pets are a big responsibility. Um, They might be exciting at first, but if you don't take care of them, things are gonna go bad. We have Pupule, who is probably gonna... Um, you know, eat and or marry a chicken. And <laughs> Michaela is nowhere to be seen. Okay. I would be so afraid to leave Poopalay alone in my room. Um, well, the boys are about to do that. <laughs> right. Why would you be afraid to leave Poopalay in your room? Have you seen him? Like, like I don't want this guy like <laughs> snooping around. You think Poopalay is like going through drawers and like just look like he's snooping? Like he's just like looking at stuff. <laughs> he's he's also like touching stuff, and I bet he's doing like weird stuff. Yeah, I feel like Poopalay has perpetual Cheeto fingers. <laughs> like, like, like what, whatever he like picks up to, like if it's a food he's gonna eat. Yeah, like his like skin turns it into like dust on his fingers. Yeah, yeah, or like Poopalay picks up like uh, Brady's guitar, and Brady comes back and knows Poopalay touched it because it has Cheeto fing- like Cheeto dust on it. So like that's how they know. <laughs> Um, and so Poopale is going to, uh, so Boomer's playing guitar and Poopale is kind of starting to like whine, like he wants food. Okay. And Brady's like, oh, uh, 
like I think he needs to go out. Boomer, take him, uh, take him out, or like give him food. And Boomer's like, nah, dude. Uh, I fed him last time. It's your turn. So then Brady throws like a half-eaten rotten apple at Poopalay, and Poopalay picks it up and what throws it back, or he like spits it out. I don't know. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want. It. He doesn't want to eat that rotten food. No. Um, but Boomer and Brady, and this is very Corey-esque. They say, wait, speaking of food, I am starving. Let's go eat. And they leave Poopalay alone in the room. Immediately neglect their adorable, cute pet. Yes. Their words. <laughs> yeah, so they are not good pet, like, they, they're not good pet owners. I think, like, the message, I think Poopalay should have, like, died of starvation. And this should have been, like, a very special episode where, like, Disney Channel's, like, trying to teach kids mm-hmm. to take care of your pets. Yeah. Do you think, um... It would, it would be a hard lesson, but, you know, I think kids would be ready to see Poopalay's dead body on screen. Yeah, yeah. Do we get Drew Carey coming in at the end of the episode reminding us to spray and neuter your pets? Um... Yes. You think... Yeah, you think that's possible. He comes in with the the classic, uh, Price is Right closer. Spay and neuter him. It's a It's a good one. Use it. Yeah. Um, Poopalay. You want to know how Poopalay happened? Uh, breeding. That's how Poopalay happened. I see that. Yeah. Someone did stop, something they shouldn't have. Stop breeding. <laughs> stop it. So, <laughs> um, this is all Drew Carey's delivery, by the way. Uh, he's saying all this in the very special episode. So, uh, Poopalay, we see him alone, and Poopalay is gonna almost, like, have steam coming out of his ears. He's gonna grow, as we alluded to earlier, into, like, a big werewolf thing. He's huge now. Yeah, and he's like, gonna... He's super buff, like, giant muscular arms, like, yes. great build. Yes. Like, if you saw him in the gym, obviously you would be terrified and think you were about to die, but, you know, he could, like, believably lift a lot. Yeah, but here's here's the thing. I think mm-hmm. our boys, our kings, would have brought Poopalay home in this form still. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if yeah. they saw this giant mo- ogre monster, they definitely would have brought him they home. They still would have said, how can we take this home to get it to be our pet? So, and of course, he would become an even bigger creature. Yeah. Poopalay is going to smash a guitar. Um, he's going to pretty much tear up the room. But we're gonna, um, you know, I think fade to black for commercials and come back, and we are gonna get a shot. Rent, have you ever uh, eaten corn without using your hands? No, Bryce. But now that I've heard about the royal corn feeders, I'm definitely gonna try. Yeah. Would you be? I would you want to be king of King Cow so you could have people come and feed you corn on the cob? Without you needing to use your hands. They, that day alone, they collectively ate 12 ears of corn. Yes, rice. they did. And that, that's what being a king is about. It's a lot of corn, first of all. Yeah, the, their their next BM is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> Thanks for saying BM. <laughs> Thanks for the, the censoring. So, but like, here's my thing. I think, probably cold take. I think it's harder to eat corn if someone else is doing it for you. It's almost like they're doing that improv game we used to do, Ren. Which one? The one where, like, someone else is your hands. Oh, right. 
I feel like a it's a weird cooking game. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be like that. Um, yeah, I can actually see that because you you need that good grip on the corn to you really the, like get your bites in. The grip, you need good angles. I don't think you're getting good corn if it's being, you know, held for you in front of your face. Um, it must be a power thing for them. Like, let's waste all this corn in front of the royal corn feeders. Yeah, Ren, I feel like things are a bit too calm in this scene. What do you say? Someone try to uh, kill the kings via a bomb. Yeah, I think a good uh, King Bomb right now is... It sounds right. You know, I, it does. Episode. Yeah. There's, there's been a bit of a lull lately, and I think that what could really spice things up is the Kingslayer being sent in to see the kings uh, with a... <laughs> an explosive an, pie. An explosive pie with, like, a 30-second timer on it. <laughs> <laughs> so short. It's a very short fuse that Lenny... Lenny also had the means to build a bomb pie. Not sure how he had those means, but he did. Um, and he's going to bring it in. Uh, well, Jerry is going to bring it in, give it to the kings. And that's when uh, an old lady. Is this the same old lady that we've seen before or a different that's old lady? The, Jerry calls her old hag. I, that's okay. her name now. For now. Okay. So we'll have to kind of keep tabs on her. See if it's the same one or different one in the future. But so the old hag uh, sees the boys are going to eat the pie. They're excited. And then the old hag is pretty, what, like no pie until you wash your hands no, or something? No, they already, what she say? like, they don't have room for dessert or something because they yeah. ate too much. Yeah, they already ate too much. They don't get the pie today. So she sends Jerry outside of the castle with the pie. To which Jerry passes Lanny and is like, I got what, like five seconds? And Lanny's like, four Three and Jerry keeps running. Why does Jerry not throw the pie? He's too loyal. Yeah, well, loyal... he knows that if he throws the pie, innocence will die. Well, so instead, he he, he explodes. Like, <laughs> there's no ifs, ands, or buts about this. Like, he is covered in ash. He definitely lost a couple fingers, um, as one Roman Roy might be excited about. But like. This is a great, right? <laughs> it isn't great? I think Lanny hypnotizing a civilian uh, to essentially, you know, be a... Uh, a... Assassin? A yeah, yeah, that's maybe the best way to put it. Um, but, like, one where the assassin is going to die in the process. Like, he has the bomb strapped to him. Um, it would be like if someone hypnotized hypnotized Jerry Seinfeld to kill Bill Clinton. <laughs> yes, Ren. It is just <laughs> like that. Two comedians named Jerry, and you know their targets being very powerful and important people whose names start with B. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, Poopalay. Um. The king's is normal again. He's his cute regular self. Safe from the explosion are going to go upstairs to find their room destroyed. Pupile is his his cute self. They're upset with Pupile. Pupile does like a did I do that? Like face. <laughs> I don't like that. Um and then... I hate I mm -hmm. hate his human eyes. Yeah, does that what More bothers you the anything, most? It's his eyes. Yeah. They're like so human and sad yeah it's it makes me it's horrible it unsettles me 
Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think it's really not... Um, I think it's probably really not great that Pupile looks the way he does. Um, I love this next bit in which... So Mason is coming, Ren. So they say... The boys say, oh, shoot. We can't let him see the room like this. Uh, but we also can't hide Pupile. Like, what are we going to do? Let's just play it cool. Mason comes in. Um, Brady is pretending to strum what is a clearly broken guitar. <laughs> a boomer is playing, trying to play pool on what is clearly a broken table. And Pupile is sitting with a full, like, thing of yarn and then two needles stuck through it. And he's just, like, holding it. Like, pretend, like, as if he's doing something with it. But he isn't. <laughs> so funny. Um. But is it as funny as King Ball? Uh, so... Yeah, they say, oh, we were just playing a game called King Ball. Let me see it. Uh, Brady, I believe, pushes Boomer, or Boomer pushes Brady into a nicely, clearly set up base in their room. And Ren, this is the second time we've seen this gag two episodes in a row. Hey, you're right. Is this going to be a running gag? Maybe. Maybe this will be like Air of Kings' little like running joke with us fans. I hope so. Like, you know. pay attention, you guys. We're doing this one for you. Yeah, we're doing the vase break. All right. Um. Well, after Mason leaves, they decide there's only one thing that they can do, and that's to pull an air bud and take Poopalay back into the jungle and say, go on, get. Can't you see we don't want you anymore? I think leaving an unsupervised Poopalay alone in the wild is a very... Very dangerous idea. Uh, yeah, that close to civilization, mm-hmm. like he'll he'll turn right around mm-hmm. and it'll start wreaking havoc. Yeah, so Pupile's. I assume if they were to actually successfully leave him, Pupile is definitely going. You know, he's gonna go probably into the village. He might find the tarantula people, hang out with the mummy a bit, group up with them. Um. There's a lot of dangerous people he could be working with as well. He'll join, like, the anti-Avengers. Yeah, that we... eat the kings in the season finale. The ones we keep hyping up. Yes. <laughs> None of these things are ever gonna come no, back. No, no. <clears throat> so, um... I love, love, love where this goes. So, <laughs> Pupile chains up the kings... Okay. <laughs> what? He does. No, no, no. I just like I just like the description of chains. That's what he does. He gets them yeah, on. He chains yeah. them. You're right. Chains them up. Uh, and then, uh, Brady and Boomer are trying to talk some sense. Brady's trying to talk sense into him, and uh, we see Poopale pick up a tennis ball and kind of drop it in front of him. And Brady's still talking and then picks it up and gives it to Poopalay and is still talking. Poopalay throws it a little bit more and Brady goes and gets it and brings it back and is still talking. And I mean, it's obvious, like he's getting him to play fetch <laughs> and the image is instant. And as if that wasn't funny enough, Poopalay sets them out a full bowl of water each and <laughs> gets so, like, down. like full half minute. Where it's just them, it's only like yeah. seconds of them, like just slurping. Yeah, it's so funny. It's a lot of time of Boomer, and he has like emotion to it, 
and like the sound effects uh, are golden as he's slurping up this water out of the bowl. Brady is uh, at first kind of against it, and then is like, "Oh, I guess this is a good idea." It's good. They it's golden. Both just get so into it. They they kind of like it. Um, and we, they're so refreshed. They loved it. Yeah, and we cut. We go back to the palace, and um, you know that's when we meet the weird Australian man, the like official tracker that Mason has hired. You know, uh, <laughs> Mason says, "Yeah, they brought something named Poopalay back." And Poopalay, yeah, <laughs> crikey, yeah. Um, what's Poopalay doing out out of here? He's nowhere down under, eh? Um, I, yeah. So he says that, and then he also calls it a cute little creature. He does. Poopalay, he Why? says, who, who thought that what they created was cute? <laughs> the writers, I guess. Someone did. Like, look at this beast. Isn't he adorable? Maybe he looks like a very hairy little man. Maybe they all these lines were ad libbed. <laughs> like the, it was the just... guy playing the royal tracker just thought Poopalay was cute. <laughs> Mitchell yeah. Musso and uh the other guy who also thought, oh look at this, he's cute. Yeah. <laughs> it was just genuine. Yeah, they were very upset when uh, the episode was done, was wrapped, and they let the intern finally take the costume off. Um, so, okay. Um, we learn Poopalay's plot is that he's going to seal the boys in to the cave uh, for hibernation. So that's when Mason and the Australian man have to go and track down Poopalay before it's too late. Cut back to the boys. Still chained up. Um, they now have, like, fun outfits that Poopalay made for them. Yeah, and flower clothes. I love that Poopalay takes better care of them than they take care of Poopalay. Poopalay is so loving. Like, yeah. what a great pet owner. Yeah. Um, He's really teaching these boys a thing or two. Very much so. And, like, they also, I don't think... I think they're a little bit worried about being trapped in the cave of Poopalay for hibernation. But I don't think I mean, that I saw at least two watermelons in there. They're fine. Exactly. I don't think that they're that worried. <laughs> like, I think it's not the worst thing in the world. Like vacation. No. Winter break. Um. Also, while the Australian and Mason are gone, uh, Lanny is left in charge uh, as the king, which Mason gives very willy nilly. This is like. Yeah. Episode he's five. He's a little like hesitant about it, but he just gives it up. Episode five. I, mean, I don't think he even had to say anything. No, Lainey's been king three times. Three times he's been king. So Mason kind of wants him to be king a little bit. I think so. Like a little. Yeah. Lanny would not have brought Poopalay home as a pet. He brought Jerry home. He did. And well, so in this case, so Lanny is gonna be named King. And then Jerry says, did you say king? And then kind of just chases Lanny around. And that's kind of the end of that plot, like the B plot. But, um, I mean, not bad, right? Yeah, not bad. I like, uh, I like, uh, Jerry turning on Lanny. It's a good, it's a good flip. Yeah. And Lanny is conflicted. You know, is it worth it? Is it not worth it? I don't know. But I don't like, I don't think Jerry's going to kill Lanny. 
I I think Lanny gets away, but I think Jerry would have killed him. Okay. Well, we'll we'll never know, unfortunately, because um, Pupile, as he is putting like what looks to be two non-vibrating boulders um, in front of the cave, um, starting to seal them in, just, like very slowly. But I guess that there's a process to everything. Uh, the Australian <laughs> and Mason show up. Uh, a bunch of spears are held at Pupile. In fact, I believe that they're going to kill Pupile. Yes, they, like, Masons, like, take him down by any means necessary. Yeah. Uh, and that's when... Look, look at the monster. Yeah, Boomer and Brady say, you know, he's not that bad. We were kind of bad, bad pet owners. We deserve this. Pupile, we're sorry. And that's, uh, Pupile shrinks back to his regular self and kind of dances with them. And yeah, he's happy. lets them out. The boys learned respect. Yeah, lets them out. And Pupile, I'm surprised, is kind of left to his own devices. Uh, he's given Jerry as a new pet. But... <laughs> I love that he's given Jerry as a pet. Yeah, who, who, like, is more annoyed at who on that, like, it's not a road trip, but, like, in hibernation. Like, who's annoying who? I, I think Jerry is annoying. Uh, Pupile. But yeah. Pupile, like, he, like, he loves his pet. Yeah. It's like the way how, like, some people hate their cats. Yes, I got you. Yeah. Um, so, that's... That's where we go. Um, the boys don't really learn a lesson i mean they learn they, yeah I they learn to they be do. good pet owners yeah. by becoming pets yeah to listen to mason right yes they make won't sure you always listen to mason they won't do it next time i promise you uh don't bring strange creatures home that's a good lesson this that, episode should have that is like another good one yes um yeah why like everything about even the name poopalay <laughs> and like the way he talks like oh poopale yeah he says it he speaks and he's just like poopale poopale um i feel that we were blessed tonight ren <laughs> we were blessed by all things poopale uh this i feel is hard to top and yeah, this this is definitely a big step up from what yeah. we've seen so far. Like just like in insanity. <laughs> unreal. And the, the, I don't think that they can top it, at least not for a little bit. Like they need to rest a little bit. The right like the stories I think need to go into hibernation. We'll see how things turn out. But like I think it's gonna be a little bit until we reach these heights again, if ever. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt if it's a no. while. Um, I still feel... So here's the thing. Okay, bear with me. Yeah. The outrageousness is coming so much from everyone that isn't our main characters. Like, a little bit it is. Like, like they have the audacity to bring Pupile home. But, like... Pupile could just exist for 21 minutes, and I think I'd still be as awestruck as, <laughs> like, what we got. Like, I don't feel that Boomer and Brady are bringing us much, aside from just, like, scumbag... Like, Brady definitely scumbag energy, and, like, Boomer... I feel like 
Yeah. I feel like Kupale turning them into his pets is so critical to this episode, though. Yeah, I got like, you. I got you. Them on his leash. Yeah. The bowls he puts out for them, him mm. playing fetch with them. Like, they're just bad human beings, right? <laughs> yeah, they're just bad. Like, anyone can fill that role. Yeah. And I wish, like, I wish that we just had a little better sense of what is their underlying cause? Is it to be good kings? Is it to simply, like, live the life of luxury? Like, is that it? Or are we just looking for how do we live life as luxurious as possible? Like, I just don't... I'm missing their purpose. Yeah, that's a good question. We're, like, mm-hmm. five episodes in, and it's fairly unclear what the point of all this is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, they're learning. Like, I guess you can say they were, like, humbled in this episode. Yeah. Like, like it's so weird, because, like, the kings have to learn how to be better pet owners. Yeah, I don't... What? The, that's, the, it's a, it's a ridiculous plot line. Yeah, the, well, the big book wasn't even mentioned here because the instead of the big book, like, I I thought like at least like Kubelay was going to be mentioned in that as like some kind of like ancient beast. Yeah, because I, I I would expect so usually the the great book, the big book, whatever takes the role of what the Australian man did here, where it just gives us the exposition that we need to wrap up the story. But here we got the inexplicable Australian, <laughs> um, which I'll take. I'll take that any day personally um ren i i think i have to give this a 10 wow you're not even gonna leave room for improvement i don't think i don't think anything can ever be better i think it can only be as good that's it that's how i feel this is okay. a straight up 10 out of 10 for me. Um, because the A plot, the B plot, like Jerry the Jester was disturbing. He was a Kingslayer. Lainey, <laughs> like. The, he, Jerry everything. took Lainey's underpants. This is another episode where, like, some boy got his pants stolen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up with this show? I, I, I don't know. I don't write it, <laughs> Ren. I only watch it. Um, I gotta give it a ten. That that's that's all I got, all I can do in a world like my life has been changed, Ren. It's been changed. <laughs> Poopale. Poopale, the winner of our next survivor season. <laughs> He's here. Um all right, Ren, what do you what do you think? Alright. I'm also gonna score this quite high. Yeah. I'm not gonna give it a ten. No. Nope. I'm debating between an eight point five and a nine. Give it a nine. You want me to, oh, nine. did not did not go into hibernation for you to give him an 8.5. You're right, all right, I'll give it a 9. He didn't deserve the 9. He didn't capture Jerry the the uh the jester. jester. You to give him an 8.5. No. Think about it. Like the mermaids last week walked so Poopalay could run. <laughs> Man. All these monsters were being introduced to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did the kings do? Are the kings respected after this week? Is this the first time we're maybe going down? Yeah, they got enslaved by a pet. Well, so not only that, but also, like, so the, the humanitarians, I'm sure, are not happy with how they treated Pupale. Word gets around, oh, you know? Oh, like, Ida's gonna be pissed. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna say it's like. Uh, I think we're. I'm knocking them back down to where they to seventy. I think to where I yeah, started I'm, them I'm with. I'm feeling a seventy drop. Yeah. All right, Ren. Well, this was truly a, a 21 minute blessing. It was a blessing. This that's was the perfect word. To use. It was the best thing that's happened to me, um, ever <laughs> in my entire life. Um, and the best part is that we have more episodes coming our way, and they're all gonna be just as fun. It's gonna be fantastic. Let's see what our next episode is. Our next episode is called Big King on Campus. So, um, promising, very we'll promising. We'll see. Um, I, are they going to school? Is that what that means? We're going to Emperor's New School them. Yeah. I think introducing a school environment is maybe the worst thing that could happen to this show. I, I really, that's just me. You only hope it's a one-off. Yeah. Because the part of their whole excitement about being kings was that there would not be a school. Yeah, right? and I'm sure like that'll be like they'll be like, oh, we don't want to go to school because we're kings, and and something will happen where they probably don't have to go to school and they'll get everything they want. Yeah, Maybe it's an evil school or something. Yeah, the teacher's a goblin. <laughs> like, w- whatever. <laughs> uh, well, it should be fun. Should be enjoyable. <laughs> uh, well, Ren, been a pleasure. Thank you so much, and thanks all for listening. Uh, and I hope you all have a good rest of your day. Let's uh, all meet at Pupalay's Cave five years from now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>